I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. the Jazz of the Narrow Sea. Jazz of the Narrow Sea. <laughs> I, I was like... hoping for Jazz Snake, but okay, I'll take Jazz of the Narrow Sea. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going Jazz of the Narrow Sea. But jazz... or, or, or the best one, the White Jazz. The White Jazz. <laughs> Oh man, I, I don't, don't ruin it. I gotta save some for later. Later. All right, all right. Listen, Jazz. I gotta introduce our guest, man. So this is this is one of my most exciting parts because I am so excited to introduce this guest. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little fanfare, right? Ready? Oh god. Ready? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Salam Nurse proudly presents to you our guest this week, Cat Lady JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you guys so much. Oh, oh man. my God! Thank you for having me. No, but thank you for coming out, J- Jazz. So I met Cat Lady JJ on somebody else's podcast. I believe is the Keeg, right? The Keeg. Key. It was Dimitri's. Yeah. Dimitri. Uh-huh. He's a friend of the show. Super cool. Mm-hmm. I think yes, we were talking. What were we talking about? Star Wars? Was it Star Wars or Miss oh, Marvel? Yes. It had to be Star Wars. Star Wars. It, mu- it was. Oh, and then right? it like segues into Marvel and to pop could, culture and yeah. It, it could be anything, but yeah. uh, JJ is so knowledgeable in Star Wars in uh house of the dragon everything and i was so excited to have because i don't think there's anybody who knows game of thrones more than i know than her and we're gonna get school today and i'm so excited i'm here to learn we gonna learn today we gonna learn today jj tell us a little bit about yourself um 
Look, my name is JJ. I make content on TikTok mostly, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under CatLadyJJ and CatLadyJJ37 on Instagram. Um, I like talking about nerd stuff, pop culture, anything that's fun and exciting. Uh, I like lore talk of any sort. I like listening to lore. That's my thing. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. How do you get the name Cat Lady JJ? Tell us about that. Uh, it was a dumb thing. Uh, not dumb. I have three cats. I'm a huge cat person. So when I joined TikTok during pandemic, it was just a random uh, nickname. I picked JJ is my real nickname. So it was like a combination. And uh, at that time, I was only a spectator. I did not expect to make videos. And then you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, TikTok just drags you in. Drags you in. Absolutely. You make a TikTok during the pandemic, ironically. And then you're like, oh, this is some cool stuff in here. And then you're like, let me make some stuff. And then before you know it, you have tons of followers. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I made a couple of Star Wars videos. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, yeah. and then it became fun. And then it wasn't fun. when it gets kind of crazy with the fandoms, it's just. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah you're 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 you always know. fighting the fragile fanboys i see you <laughs> i see you <laughs> uh, until they got me perma banned in may when they last reported me yeah yeah jazz they got her banned i sent like an email to tiktok to try to mm -hmm. i appreciate her. your help so much i was like free my girl yo <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy wow. like they can talk all can you guys curse on here like shit? yeah, yeah. yeah you, you okay shit. yeah and they can talk shit to you but you can't respond back then you're being abusive but you can get yeah, all yeah. kinds of disgusting racist misogynistic comments but you cannot troll back it's it's it's, it's so strange. weird i i just had that like a day ago where i somebody was making fun of she hulk where they literally made a video telling somebody to shut up and I saw like, that one. right and i'm i'm like listen first of all i don't even think that account's real so i was like basically mocking that account people were like well you're no better than he is and i'm like <laughs> I'm like wait a minute I'm like, it's so weird. Like they want to police us, uh, standing up for ourselves and standing up for others. But like the misogyny, they're okay with the racist racism. They're okay with. I've mm -hmm. seen some vile, vile comments, and they stay up. And when you reply to them, even if you hide their username, usually I just take a snapshot and I hide the person's name. I'm, I don't doxing is not my thing. It still reports you. Like I, I don't get it. But yeah. No, it's it's definitely one of those things that's weird. And like, listen, I never said I take the high road. I am petty. No, I am, no. I am not. A, I'm not. I'm not here to take the high road. I'm not, and turn the other cheek, man. I'll show you both my cheeks. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everybody else can take the high road. There's more room for me on the low road. <laughs> that's right. That's we don't right. pull punches here. We do not pull punches. Nope, we will. Nope. <laughs> we will say some really. You know, edgy things just to get a point across. Always <laughs> keep it petty. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I'm petty as fuck. All right, mm, you have to be. Speaking of petty, how about our boy Damon, who basically did a suicide attempt at a war just basically. so his, just so like the king doesn't send in shifts and take the glory. He's like petty as fuck. <laughs> Damon is chaos in in, in human flesh. <laughs> I, so I I have not read the books. I do mm -hmm. not know anything that's going to happen. Okay. But I love me some Matt Smith, and I'm going to support his rights, and I'm going to support his wrongs. I don't care I, what happens. I write hard for Matt Smith. I am so happy he's getting his flowers. I think he's yes. highly underrated. And um, yeah, I'm. He's like he's getting his flowers finally. Although he's on the crown and he gets a lot of praise there, but yeah. um, I this is his thing right now. Yeah. And like Doctor Who, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, Damon Targaryen is one of those, like, Doctor Who, he, like, 
they're like a like Doctor Who is amazing, right? And yes. it's like, mm-hmm. but it's like only Whovians know the like the talent that is Matt Smith, right? And then That's people it. got right, and then The Crown is also like kind of niche. Like a lot of people watch it, but it's still this like show on Netflix right. that people heard of, but no one's literally watch. But this show, this is this is gonna like, and like after Morbius, like he deserves. Oh, right, Morbius. <laughs> How did I, I forgot that? he was in Morbius. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> what you you forgot that dance scene? <laughs> you there is Mips. that dance. That is Morbius. You're right. That wasn't like a random uh, fever dream. Oh my God. Oh my God. How how did the internet not have a problem with his dancing, but they have a problem with she hole twerking? I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> I, you know what? And with um and uh, Peter Quill, um Zemo. Um, who else is dancing in Marvel uh, cinema? Oh, Carrie is here! Yay! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, look at that! Got some friends in the comment Yay! section. We're excited. That is my friend. Yes, I love her. All right. Uh, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into the show. So we start off the show with uh, Blackwood of the First Man. Uh, that's pretty cool. Tell us a little bit about that. That sounds interesting. So he is one of like the first man, which reminds me of the story between the, the children, right? Uh, yes. And how the White Walkers came about. So tell us a little bit about his history, a little bit. Are we only doing the last episode or just like the all four? So yeah, do yeah. all four. Yeah, we can talk about all four. We can't talk about any spoilers from the books that no, are no, happening. No, 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 I will be but, very but careful. We yeah, can yeah. talk about spoilers that happen in Game of Thrones because yes, we already knew about that. Right, yeah. right, right. So all four episodes plus Game of Thrones are is, is a go. You're allowed okay, to do it. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, basically, just this show is putting sort of Starks and Lannisters that we've met on previous TV shows sort of on a back burner for now. They will play a role eventually, but now you mostly have Targaryens, Valerians, and High Towers. Those are your main three focus houses mm-hmm. right now. Blackwoods are just an ancient, ancient house, one of the oldest in the kingdom. They stem back from like the age of heroes, just like thousands of years mm-hmm. ago, when the first men and dolls came into Westeros to basically colonize it. So that's when they stem from a long time ago. They, they do have an interesting history um, and a lot of interesting characters that I want to mention, but I don't want to spoil future events yeah, of yeah. House of the Dragon. So it, this was a, definitely an Easter egg, uh, a Blackwood house basically having a conflict with brackens <laughs> yeah they got so, beef right they got they, beef. They, they got major beef yeah they always kind of fought in the riverlands for that, that those territories but um it's an easter egg for something else that happens in the future too <laughs> so they got that like east coast west coast 90s hip-hop beef right <laughs> something like that yeah. they, they, they do not get along I, I, I always joke that if a bracken has a sword blackwood is meant to kill it <laughs> oh man but, yeah yo, shout out to the little homie man killing the big guy it's a big size advantage and we I, saw him kill him that was that was very very interesting choice i was like i when i heard blackwood i was like oh and then initially because it was from the distance i didn't see the sigil from up close i thought it was maybe one of the baratheons because there's a second baratheon um mm-hmm. in the show besides rogar i mean i'm sorry yeah rogar i'm sorry borman i'm sorry i'm confused about baratheons <laughs> I was like, and then i looked up up close i'm like oh no that's house bracken and then two of them conflict i'm like oh easter egg for something else <laughs> love that but i don't know if that part is gonna be covered on the show maybe i can talk about it but i don't want to risk it well, you can <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah. that you can talk about that because it, um... it takes about a hundred years after the events of this of this um right this um episode it's basically the blackfire rebellion um have you you guys have met blood raven on the game of thrones show so that's mm-hmm. not a spoiler he's a yeah, blackwood yeah, right. mm-hmm. he's half blackwood half targaryen 
Oh yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and um, he famously has a ri bitter, bitter rivalry with his half brother, um, Bitter Steel, Aaron uh, Rivers, who mm. is basically their father had a bunch of mistresses, and he was with um, um, with Ali I can't remember one of the uh, one of the nine uh, mistresses. Blackwood. She, they had a son, Bitter Steel, and then he sets her aside to take Melissa Blackwood, and he has a son. Blood Raven, Brendan Rivers, you met him, and two of them fall in love with their half sister. <laughs> and that causes a lot of conflict. Very so, Targaryen. Yeah. Very well, Targaryen. Well, 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 speaking, well, speaking of half sisters, I guess it is time to move on to the incest portion of the. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> jump right into it, right? <laughs> Why not? I, I just... I just want to put that out that incest is part of their tradition for like thousands of years. This isn't like a new thing. They've been practicing it for thousands of years. It's just part of their culture. And if people are uncomfortable watching that on TV, the show is not for them. That's that's all I can say to that. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, not for me. Not for me. Um, I'm good. Not in real not life. Not like either. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good. We're all like, nope, not us. Not us. <laughs> but, but if you're into that, we don't judge here. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to accept it on the show for these this specific family and then for, for, uh, yes. that's it for this particular fiction family <laughs> we don't judge that's <laughs> it outside of that so we weird. judge without like it i have to go through I'll be like okay wait the mental gymnastics <laughs> but here it's okay but it's bad but but i i need to i need to see this more now <laughs> ironic but ironically it's not even good in their world it's not right. no, it's, it's not like, like the, the religion of seven frowns really really upon it um and uh, basically targaryens jaharis you've met king jaharis yes. in the first episode he created what it's called the rule of exceptionalism basically right. we're not like you we're not real people we are closer to gods because uh -huh. of dragons so it's like i can my sister you can't so now they convinced all these septons, which are kind of like priests equivalents, to go around uh, Westeros to spread this propaganda that Targaryens are exceptional. Wow. So God one of the septons, this is one of my favorite conversations. So one of the septons runs into a bunch of villagers to spread this propaganda, how Targaryens can marry their sisters, but you can't. It's like, why can't I go fuck my sister? And the septon goes, go to the dragon pit and uh, uh, go ride a dragon. If you do it, you can fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> just a All simple right. reiteration of that conversation right. i died when i read it i'm like if you That's go write a dragon if it doesn't kill you go you can screw your sister <laughs> oh man but listen listen damon our, mm -hmm. our homie our, our king of the narrows our our champion uh he tries to he tries to uh, get it in with his niece but yes. homie can't do it he can't, he can't do, do it, it. He's got a got a little bit of trouble downstairs, a little impotence issue. No, oh, it's not impotence. No, no. no, no. There's, no, no. I think there's part of it. I think Miguel Sapochnik, the showrunner, um, mm -hmm. he mentioned that he sort of shut down the moment his niece took control of the situation. Right. Exactly. Which is, which is unusual for somebody like him, who's always like sort of in control of everything, especially regards to like women in his life. So for Nira yeah. to be assertive, it was sort of like, what's going on? And then he said that he might have also felt bad. It's a it's a multitude of different reasoning to what's going on with Damon. Yeah. He's not a simple character. People cannot put him in one box. So uh, this, that's this what's so fascinating about him. This comment is really funny. How many guys do you think in the world tried to ride a dragon? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Pat? I couldn't tell you. I, I just know I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm judging I'm like, your friend now. 
Listen, I would love to ride a dragon, but if that's the consolation prize, I would rather not. <laughs> you will be by Green, I'm judging yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, uh, riding a dragon seems cool. Uh, looking up with your sister does cool. not. No, it's not. <laughs> or I niece, just love that story so much, telling that story because it's so funny to me. Yeah, but back to him mm-hmm. not getting Damon, up. Like, yeah. We also see him have issues performing when he was with Misara in, yeah. in the first episode, right? So he has mm-hmm. a little bit of a pattern uh, with that. So that's like two times where he's having a little bit of issue. Uh, then they don't make uh, they don't make Dragon Viagra apparently. <laughs> they have Dragon Plan B, but not Dragon Viagra. <laughs> they do have Dragon Plan B, that goddamn T. <laughs> Quite literally, the T of the whole show. You know what? Like, um, the fact that there's abortion is accessible in Westeros and not in Texas, it's kind of funny. <laughs> oh. uh, but only to rich people. As, we as the resident Texan here, I appreciate that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 please. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. wrong. 100%. I agree. You're not wrong. But it's uh, in the text, at least, and keep in mind, Fire and Blood is written from the perspective of like three, three people, like hundreds of years later. So they're collecting testimonies from different accounts. So whatever they write is going to be probably rooted in a lot of bias. And there's not a lot of dialogue. There's no POVs. You're not getting a point of view like you do with you know, these books here. So... You don't get a lot of things on, on Damon. Is he impotent in the book? Right. I don't know. Apparently, he might be. But he may not be. It could just be a level of control. The fact that his brother is setting him aside. Um, Emma dying. Uh, Rhaenyra being named. Like, a lot of things going on. He seems to be distracted. It might, that's why not might not be performing. And then the whole thing with Rhaenyra was very new to him. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a lot going on overall with him in here that affects yeah there, there, uh, <laughs> my thing with it is i think he has to be in control for to get up yeah like, mm-hmm. it's not a sadness or anything it's not that you know he wouldn't it's like once he lost like him being in control it's like nope i don't want it anymore right like, it's some very sociopathic shit oh yeah no he's an absolute sociopath i always yeah. i always say that and, but I, I also took it, and again, I took it from the conversation with the showrunner, I think it was Ryan Condal or Miguel Sapochnik, that he might have in some respect realized that what he was doing was wrong, too. Mm, so two things happening, control, and this isn't the way I, this needs to happen, because he may or may not have actual feelings for Rhaenyra. You never know, and that's the problem. You're always like picking up pieces here and there of dialogue, of his actions, and it's just you don't know and i that's what i love about this story because you just kind of put these characters in boxes i you're not rooting for anybody but they're fascinating if that makes sense yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no that's that's really true because our home girl uh Renera, like she went girls gone wild in this episode <laughs> oh i think it was rin yeah. uh in one of our uh, discussions she's like oh, she, uh, rainier is having a hot girl summer <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm Oh, she, yeah, she went a little crazy. The, the royal thought. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's so great. And, Isn't uh, that exactly what Viserys called her? Like, basically, yeah. Oh man, it's it's really funny. But it's uh, just when she, a rebellious stage that she's in, sort of. That's why she she finds Damon so fascinating because he's a man; he can do whatever the hell he wants, but she can't. So. Yeah. 
it, mm-hmm. it's really interesting because like when we go to see her and she takes these passageways which by the way like damn damon knows all these like passageways and stuff which is like really really cool uh, but when she goes out she's dressed like a little boy mm-hmm. uh and she goes and see a play which is very similar to what happened to aria right in yes the Game of Thrones. Yeah. in the bravos when she's uh in the free, uh, yeah in the free cities um yeah so th- that play again that's not in the text for example um, we know that Damon took her out on like an adventure trip, but nowhere in this detail that we got on the show. So it, there's a lot of foreshadowing in that mm. play and something else that I don't want to spoil because it will spoil the show for you. So, mm. yeah, okay. there's a no lot, of, lot of foreshadowing. Jazz, what do you think about uh, our homegirl, Rhaenyra? Ren- uh, like on the date or? <laughs> yeah. oh, you're going to call that I mean, a For date? lack of another word, what was it like? Listen, date is like going to get ice cream later, not going to a brothel later. <laughs> <laughs> it's dinner and a play, not di- like dinner and a sleigh. Hey, man. I think, I think we have gone oh dates in our lives, okay? <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I thought it was really cute how they were holding hands right after they saw the, uh, so the King's cute. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> just walking Which, together holding hands it's so by cute. the way you have to remember that king's guard just remember his face <laughs> yeah he he's somebody famous for he's one of the guards that was looking at her when she brought back that boar right Har- mm-hmm. yes my sketch that was harwin strong he's the son mm. of lionel strong who is uh viserys's master of laws the one that actually gives him semi-decent advice in terms of political maneuvering versus mm. otto hightower so interesting interesting okay okay cool so yeah that's that's his son and he's gonna have an important role to play very important role to play mm, okay very soon actually I, I believe maybe the next episode i oh i hope so actually there's one more episode with millie alcock um oh okay then maybe yes. oh and then, and then we lose her yeah. yeah i think she's gone. we're gonna make a more yeah. grown-up version of her they're going oh. to emma, emma darcy another like a i think they're jumping at least 10 years i'm gonna say ten, i would say 10 years ahead okay. so yeah these time jumps are have been a little bit jarring yeah um, for people which i i see what they're doing this war is very short when it starts yeah. uh dance of dragons it's only like two three years and max everything happens so fast so now they're i kind of wish they spread this uh, spent the season one with just millie alcock to really build her character because once you meet older rainiera it's going to be a different person so yeah i'm hoping same with allison hightower i'm hoping for a situation where like people love her so much they find an excuse to bring her back or more flashbacks or something you know what you just said that and i saw an article saying millie alcock mentioned that there could be a potential of her and emily carey that plays young uh allison hightower that they could do potential flashbacks in season two or three so Ooh, it's good yeah good. they're so it's, good she's so good man unknown i think she was like doing laundry and like working at a laundry man when she got a call play Rhaenyra what that's yeah. wild crazy that's wild oh that's okay cool so let's talk about her and her scene with uh our our boy band uh night uh Kristen Cole oh, <laughs> I have to tread that one lightly because I don't want to uh, make any spoilers yeah he's her shield and protector right now uh, in in the book she crushes on him a lot he's good looking he's protected you know he's he's just a cool dude <laughs> So yeah, they definitely have a vibe for sure. And especially after the last episode, the way he was kind of hanging out with her in the woods, talking to her, being supportive, uh, saving her from the wild boar. It was, yeah, so they definitely have a connection. 
No, for sure, for sure. I I, I really I, I did like the connection, but like she was really good at taking off all his armor, man. How she know how to do that? <laughs> Bro, she got the idea from the brothel. Yes. She was exactly. looking at him. She was like, hmm. Okay, oh, I see what you're doing. I'm gonna do this but, later on tonight. Like she but, was getting ideas the whole time she was there. Okay, it was very okay. symbolic, like especially the white cloak. Um, yeah, take that off because the, that what he did was treason. He can lose his head for it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the way like it, the way they slowed it down to sort of almost taking his bow off. So yeah, I interpret that scene. It was very sensual. So okay, okay, we gotta stop this for this comment right here because this comment <laughs> just won tonight. <laughs> Oh, cat. Oh, my God. He said, okay, St. Pat says, well, that armor is now tainted after that one night stand. <laughs> oh, dad joke of the day. Pat has been on a roll. Like, check Pat out this fantastic. comment here. They, oh, I don't want to think about this. Can we talk about Hyperserious? I must smell from his wounds. Oh, God. He is quite literally a corpse at this point. Like, oh, yeah, he's hand. rotting away. That is <laughs> Yo, I feel bad for Allison having to be underhand while he's like... Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. These guys, oh, my God, the chat is insane. I love it. I love like it the so throne much. told me Cyrus rotten hell. Oh, literally. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like the throne knows like who should be on it or not, knows. right? Yeah, the, uh, Game of Thrones show on HBO didn't go into any of the lore. They covered the bare minimum of these books. Um, there's a lot of history behind that throne. The 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 story is and the legend is the Balerion the Black Dread welded it with its fire. And mm. dragons are magical. Their fire is magical. So apparently, if the dome, dome, uh, the throne deems you unworthy, it'll cut you, poke you, all that. Yeah. So. A king, wow. a mad king, Ares. You guys have seen him on the show. Yeah, yeah. He was called King Scab because ah. the throne cut him so much. Mm -hmm. And um, but people sometimes take that very literally. Like I would get like so many comments. Why didn't cut Robert Baratheon? Why didn't he cut Joffrey? I'm like, there is a part in I think Clash where it does nick Joffrey a little bit. Mm. Um, he gets upset and the throne sort of nicks him somewhere. Like George will throw those little tiny yeah. little tidbits. You will miss them as you read, but then you'll sort of pick up on all of these nuances later on because you have to reread these books 50 times to get everything. Easily. <laughs> all, Easily. All I'm saying is it never nicked Matt Smith. It never nicked him. <laughs> it did not. It did not. Oh, no, but you know who almost did nick him? King Viserys. Mm -hmm. Oh my oh. God. When he showed up, dressed in all black i was like oh fuck he's gonna kill him today the only reason you dress in all black like that is because you don't want blood ruining your like nicer no blood. yeah exactly right like he wore all black for a reason he was ready to kill his brother there and then he didn't and i'm like oh my god why Yo, they, act the they actually love each other i know it doesn't yeah. seem that way yeah but no they, they do care they really do care for each other except daemon is chaos and he just cannot contain it yeah, they even said like mother loved you more and he's giving him a hug and they're having all these like reminiscences and then like a few scenes later he's like you sullied my daughter my daughter <laughs> you, and, a, and the way he said like it's, it's your niece I'm like dude your mom and your dad are brother and sister what are you talking about <laughs> oh but yo what about what about Matt's like freaking uh, reply right he's like nobody would wet her like wet her to me I will yeah, have her, her to me. right I'm like but he, the way he said it too, um, it really ties into the whole Targaryen dynasty strengthening itself because because Viserys is such a weak king or kind of pathetic, it's the reason why things are going to unfold the way they unfold. 
Matt Smith's character, Daemon, it's almost like he's trying to consolidate that power and really, really strengthen the Targaryen dynasty. And yeah. he can only do that with Rhaenyra being so close to the throne, being related to him, being a dragon yeah. rider, being a dragon hatcher, you know, things like that. So there's multiple levels of his ambition. And some of it may involve some feelings. Like, I can't say that he doesn't love her. I don't know. Oh, he for sure yeah. loves her. I mean, I think he even... loves her in his own way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Renera loves him too. Like, she had the necklace. Oh, she loves even him. Even on after yeah. all these years. And he, they haven't seen each other in what, six Long years time. now? Yeah. Right. Yeah, she yeah. still four, had the necklace. Four, five years, like, yeah. The moment she came back, or he came back. Yeah. The well, the necklace. season opens up. I, <coughs> excuse me. The episode opens up with her twirling it, and then it jumps straight mm -hmm. into like a bachelorette uh, rose ceremony. So, <laughs> that's so funny you said that because we will be having our bachelorette episode right after this <laughs> that's so funny please feel free to join us now this will be amazing that's exactly uh, what happened yeah she's <laughs> twirling and then straight into the bachelorette mode that's so funny like i thought it was like a, a, a like a tinder or switch she was swiping left on these guys <laughs> she's not interested in getting married at all that is not her thing yeah. <laughs> That. He's a dragon too. Yeah, yeah, he oh. did. He sure did. Man. When Karak when Karak that that dragon had a long neck is all I'm saying, bro. <laughs> exactly. And then it just <laughs> fell down. It oh. fell down. And it, and it descended on, on the... <laughs> So it's a little floppy. <laughs> and ironically, Karaxis is like a worm. Oh, <laughs> he's well, a blood worm. Speaking of worms, speaking of worms, let's talk about white worm because now mm. I kind of have this theory that Otto, who found out that, uh, what do you call it, um, Renera and mm -hmm. Damon did this deed, mm -hmm. finds out from this little kid, and we see this little kid in the same scene with Miseria, right? Yes. So Miseria yes. is the white worm, and she's the person who's feeding all of this information to him with her little birds, same as in Game of Thrones. Is is that accurate? Is is that what's happening? Let me just put it this way: um, Miseria walked so the bears can run. Oh. Uh, so that uh, uh, yeah, ver not, yeah, bears. Yeah, Varys. Varys. Yeah. From uh, Game of Thrones can run. That's all. You I almost thought Littlefinger, but it's Varys. <laughs> it's Varys. No, Littlefinger is a different character on this show. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a compare, but yeah, Varys and Missaria. Yeah. That's and, all. Uh, that's all I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> and and Rosy makes a good point. The, today's episode is Haram Nerds, not Salam Nerds, because we are talking about <laughs> we are talking about a lot of crazy stuff. A little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> acceptable, not acceptable. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so I do like the fact that it's interesting to me that both Damon and Renera lied about what happened, but in two completely different ways. I thought that was interesting. Yes. Um, for Renera, her the lying part, to, especially to Allison and swearing on her mother, that yeah. mother was very different. Oh, she she swore on her dead mother, girl. Yes. Girl, can't be doing that. Because she knows how much her virtue matters, and she wants to, she wants to she wants to th the throne ultimately. So it's important for her to keep that illusion at the cost of the truth. So and it sort of establishes something else later on as she grows up. Um, but Damon lying to me that just tells me that he does care in some respect for her. Yeah, but I also think that Damon knew. 
that Viseria was the white worm and he wanted to get caught. He wanted to get he caught. Wanted, the whole oh, yeah. Time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Chaos. That's the other theory. Um, although we think that Otto Hightower is the one who's pulling strings there with uh, Lady Misery, um, we don't actually know that. We don't know that. Mm. Because mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. if Damon set the whole thing up? It's possible. Ooh, that is possible. So he could it's quite marry Rhaenyra. Damon will do some things to get Rhaenyra. Right. I would not be surprised if Damon straight up said, hey, go get your spies right here at this brothel. Little birds. I'm going to uh -huh. do something, right? And mm. then he does a thing, right? This way, no lord would marry her. Yeah. And then Damon came in and said, wed her to me. Yep, yep. Damon yep, could yep, have yep. set this whole thing up. We don't know. He Very wants her. He will, he will do some things to get her, for sure. <laughs> Yo, Damon. Damon is playing 4D chess over this, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damon comes over with a big elaborate plan to get in his hand. Everybody of Cyrus just marry family together. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? Um, Damon's plan is the best option in this entire situation. Oddly enough, it really yes, it is. is. I, know yeah. it's, I know it's gross, but you'll have to look at the politics and the maneuvering and what's going on with this family. Two of them getting married is the best possible outcome. Yeah. And if that actually took place, we would not have the TV show that we have. Let me just That's that true. Way. Okay, okay. But who does she do get uh, promised to? She's promised to the Valerian yes. uh, child, right? Cor What's his name? Corlys is Valerian. Corlys Valerian has two children, uh, Lena Valerian and Lainor. And she mm -hmm. is promised to him right now. Um, and that's basically Viserys' Viserys's move, her, her dad's move to, to get the houses back together because uh, Corlys is very spiteful that he's been sort of slayed uh, three times, basically. He's been put away right. three times, which is an insult, especially since Targaryens and Valerians, they go back thousands of years ago. Their alliance is very right. strong. So, True. But good on um, uh, Renera there because she's like, all right, I'll do it. Let's get rid of Otto. Yo. And the king does. She gaslit her dad fire Otto. It was hilarious. <laughs> Gaslight, girl boss. <laughs> That's it. But you know what, though? Like, it... Like who did who said it? Was it uh Rhaenyra or Damon? I can't remember. I have to rewatch the episode. Otto already has. Oh no, it was Viserys who said it. He already has his claws into the throne so much. It doesn't matter if he's the hand or not. His daughter yeah. is a queen. She's popping airs left and right. Little Aegon, little Helena. We met her. We're gonna meet the third one soon. So there's a yeah. the fourth one. <laughs> it, yeah, they, I think they cut the fourth one, or they may introduce uh, Daron Daring in. Damn. Hey, there are four total, I believe. Mm -hmm. from four kids. Line. Yeah. From a baby from... making machine, man. <laughs> He's popping them right out. Yep. Oh, man. That's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, why is Viserys acting brand new, though? Like he didn't marry his cousin. Like, bro, exactly. this is the dark specialty. <laughs> exactly. Emma Aaron was his cousin, and also his parents were siblings. <laughs> weird. Weird. <laughs> really weird. I don't know. It, I, it probably could be just doesn't like Damon. Damon, Damon is chaos. But I feel like the two chaos. cancel each other out, man. They're, they're good together. Yes, exactly. Yeah, one is I so agree. incompetent and one is so incredibly competent. <laughs> they neutral out to one decent king. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. Uh, oh, my God. We love it. Uh, we love to see it. <laughs> Matt Smith getting his flowers is just my favorite thing right now. Yeah. I love him. 
Me too. I, I, I've said it in like four episodes. I, there's not a single episode that's gone by where I haven't praised Matt Smith just for being Matt Smith. <laughs> and, and it's so weird seeing Doctor Who that fucks. It's weird. <laughs> but you, you know what's weird? Matt Smith is like this skinny, langly. His face yeah. is not that hurt, but something about his swagger, man. Something about even when he was Doctor Who, people loved him for this wholesomeness. And then here, people love him for not being wholesome. <laughs> he can do both. It's so funny. I think he emotes really well. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that with a couple, some characters. Like, I, I always use Adam Driver. Like, he's not particularly good-looking, like, conventionally, yeah. whatever the hell yeah, that means. But he emotes with everything he's got on screen. And that just sort of, people get attracted to that, to that kind of energy. Especially when you emote with your face, with your body movement, with how you talk, your emotions. Same with Matt Smith. Sort of, he yeah. just, everything about, every expression, every movement, everything is sort of, that energy that puts out, people are obviously attracted to, so... Right. Speaking of attractive, um, what about his haircut? How about his haircut? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I like the long hair, but I don't mind the little curl at the at the front. <laughs> the, li- the little floppy Doctor the Who little, look, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You caught that, yes. I, uh, it was <laughs> intentionally put there. Like, oh, I yeah. think so too. Yeah, oh, 100%, 100%. I think so too. Some of those wigs are a little rough, but they never distract. They never distract me to hate the show. So they they could be better. Like I've seen yeah, the Hobbit and the way the those um, uh, elves are done. It's possible. So HBO could have hired those guys to do the wigs of these characters. So. so so one thing that I want to talk about before we go um, yes. is that. I've seen a lot of this on TikTok, and I am not equipped to talk about it. Jazz okay. is not equipped to talk about it. Maybe but, I am. Uh, no, probably not. A lot of people are saying that the the scenes uh, with uh, Kristen Coles and even with Matt Smith were done through the female gaze. Yes. And, and it was and, and like a lot of people right. are. I'm not qualified to talk about this. <laughs> I told you, Jazz. I'll like sit this one out. But like, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because sure. Like, I don't understand that, but I kind of <laughs> see it because girls are going crazy on Twitter and stuff. So they're like, somebody's doing something right. Okay, so if when you look at the brothel scene, right? Okay, it was directed by Claire uh, Kilner. Um, I'm not, I can't think off the top of my head all the work that she's done, um, but I see a female director and I'm like, I, I, I leech onto it immediately, especially in a really dark and violent fantasies that usually exploit women, you know what I mean? Sort of, that's sort of the theme of the show. So look at, if you look at the brothel scene, for example, there's a lot going on, a lot of sounds, but they're all muffled. Once you get sort of zoomed in on Rhaenyra and Daemon, right? Where's the camera the whole time? It's on Rhaenyra's face. The mm. whole time it's on her face. You're experiencing everything that she's feeling. And then there's usually I use hands as a way to demonstrate female gaze. If you see a lot of hands, especially in love scenes, touching sort of neck touches and all that, that's all female gaze. Mm. Basically, Daemon becomes the object. She is the subject. That's female gaze. Is the woman being objectified or is she the subject of that scene? Who's in the frame? Who's being, who is the subject of that frame? It's always Rhaenyra. Look at the light. It follows her face completely. When they're kissing, all you see is half of his face and you see full face here. Against mm-hmm. the wall, you see her face. She's looking up at him, her face. So you're, that's true. the framing of, of that. Same with Kristen Cole, slow undressing, it's very sensual. And no unnecessary nudity, no chest shot, nothing, no bot, nothing. Yeah. You don't see any of that, right? There's no like euphoria scene, right? Yeah. None of that. Like you, you, you get a, it's implied, obviously. That implication is always a big part. So female gaze gets you, puts you in a perspective of the woman being the subject and desiring something or someone. 
In this case, you're you're seeing Rhaenyra's desire for both Daemon and Kristen Cole, not the mm. other way around. Mm. Does that make sense? That's yeah. how I look at female gaze. Is no, the woman a subject sense. or an object? That makes perfect sense to me, and I appreciate you sharing that with us because we're just two dudes who yes. probably didn't understand what that was, and now we do. So thank you for that. If you have you guys you seen Pride and Prejudice? Uh, you have you seen Pride and Prejudice? Okay, no, but I really need to. Uh, you have reasons. to. <laughs> and, and you know what? Like that film, it's famous for its female gaze, but it's directed by a man, right? Mm. So you don't have to be a, a woman to frame female gaze. You just have to understand what it is. And all, and all it does is just a camera movement is everything here. So right. there's a scene, I don't want to spoil it, but it zooms in on a hand of a, of, a, of, a, of a man experiencing something. And then the camera zooms back on an Elizabeth and she's sort of reacting to that too. Mm. So that, that hands, exactly. Every woman will tell you hands, everything, wow. hands, legs. Well, well, hands are everything. Well, speak and there's a shot. I'm sorry, I keep talking. Keep oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like in the brothel scene, again, I go keep going back to that. There's a scene where uh, Rhaenyra puts her hand on the back of Matt Smith's neck. Mm -hmm. That's a female gaze shot right there. Awesome. Yeah, so. I, I totally get that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but we are <laughs> no, no, winning. No, I we are running out of time, so I want oh, to make sure that we have time for the next episode. Yes. But speaking of hands, we got to hand it to you. This is Thank you. <laughs> I, I apologize you... for going on a tangent. No, <laughs> no this don't, is great. Don't apologize. Don't apologize at all. Uh, I always give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room before the next episode. I understand. You know? I understand. And not because you're going to go over, but because brown people time, we assume we're going to be late. <laughs> so don't worry. Oh, my God. That's it's funny. amazing. Like, we'll have the whole setup here, and then uh -huh. quite literally, we will start, like, 15 minutes late because of something really stupid that's our own fault it's our so own we like fault. to factor the time in <laughs> but 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 uh before we end i do want to mm -hmm. talk about uh a new segment that i want to start doing on the show is our okay. favorite quote of the episode and my favorite quote is probably the most mundane quote in the entire show but the way it's delivered where matt smith goes up to them and goes hands him the hammer and goes add it to the chair <laughs> like that is the that is the best line that i love that line line that, that's my favorite line and that's my favorite quote from this episode <laughs> I, I me i like i won rainera that was my favorite line there and yeah, that's the it's that's it was good. very like in, it was it was intense yeah jeff do you have a favorite line from this episode oh my god uh, it had to be when Viserys was going at uh at uh, Damon there. Yeah. Oh, no, Damon. No. Okay, okay. Damon, right. Yeah. We had the knife to his throat and was like ready to like that scene just like is ingrained in my mind right now. I'm nice. like, yes, Osiris. This whole time you've been a shit king. Yes. And for the first time in this whole show, you grew some balls and did Initiative once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the first time. It was wild. It's it's the first time we see that they have not also fallen off. <laughs> 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 oh my god. No, that's oh, man. Well, listen, we have to go. Thank you so much for joining us. This was such a great episode. It Thank was funny. So it was heartwarming. It was, it was raunchy. <laughs> and it was informative. So yes. we, we expect nothing less from JJ. <laughs> no, this is great. It's probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. Oh, my yeah. God. You guys are too kind. Yeah, this is a pretty that's dark, cool. twisted fantasy world that is very hard to be PG about it. So yeah, it's just... It 
tread lightly, manage your triggers with it. You know what you're comfortable with. You know what you're not. I always say that you're everybody's an adult. You can make your own decision. What makes you comfortable? Oh, and what man. makes you not? So. No, we love that. And thank you, everybody in the comments. The comments yes. were lit. Yeah, they Karina, were so Nav, Rosie, Pat. Look at Nav, like, you guys are awesome. Everyone, like y'all are great. Heart, thank heart, you. Heart. Yep. And if you're listening on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts, come on YouTube and we when we uh, come on and uh, interact with us. We're a lot of fun. We're, and, and and look at our faces. We're pretty. Well, JJ is. The rest of us maybe. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, un- until next time, guys. Oh, JJ, you want what, one last time? You want to tell people where they can find you? You can find me on TikTok under Cat Lady JJ. I talk about Star Wars, Marvel, A Song of Ice and Fire. I am known as a chart lady. <laughs> you can get me, you can find me on Twitter too. I tweet a lot lately. It's been a lot of fun. It's almost like a giant group chat with all of my TikTok mutuals. It's awesome. So yeah, if you want a lot of, I do a lot of good a good lore, lore talk on there too. So Cat Lady JJ on, t- on Twitter. And I do Sunday night uh, recaps of the episode with Mesa Windu. Awesome. So yes, it's a, that, that 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 whole segment is a whole lot of fun. We had like one time six hundred people join in. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It was it was great. So we do that every Sunday. It's fantastic. So that's the only thing I got promote that segment that on Sundays after the show. So perfect. Awesome. On Twitter. Well, well thank you so much for joining us. And guys, until next time, it's Haram Nerd. I mean, Salam Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you did that intentionally, it. but that I was great. It. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. Bye. Bye, y'all. Peace. Bye. <laughs>